I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Frank Sprenner here for 97.3 The Fan, our high school football podcast. We are previewing the City League here in San Diego County. We are now joined by the head coach of the Scripps Ranch Falcons. His name is Marlon Gardnera. Uh, coach uh, Gardnera, how are you doing today? Doing great. How you doing? I'm doing well as uh, as well. We are getting ready for high school football. I'm excited for it. Uh, Scripps Ranch is going to be an exciting team, I think, this year. Uh, six and four a year ago, your JV team went eight and two. Um, but this, uh, from what you have told me in the past, and from what other people have said, this is the year you guys got a class that's pretty good. We do. We do. It's year three for me, and uh, so I've had a couple of years with these kids. They understand what we're trying to accomplish. They understand the culture uh, we want to have in a, in a football program here at Scripps. Uh, so you're right. I think uh, this is the year. This is the one we've been waiting for. Let's talk about the kids in uh, a little bit uh, specifically here. Uh, we went to the Top Dog, uh, you know, Madden video. I saw you there we're talking. You had probably uh, three of the tallest players there, if not the biggest <laughs> players there. You had some size. Uh, talk to us about those kids. And then uh, I guess you got a story for us about how you grabbed a guy out of the band to be a, an impact player for you this year. Well, yeah, we did. And he's one of those big guys. Uh, I think some teams will be surprised. We are a little bit bigger than we typically are. Uh, it starts with a new kid. He played as a freshman basketball player, uh, 6'8", tight end, Grant Norberg. Uh, we're expecting amazing things from this kid. He's an athlete. He can jump. He's got great hands. Uh, he's he's kind of hard to deal with. There's really no other way to say it. Uh, we've got another solid, solid tight end getting looked at by a few D1s. Uh, Mikey McGibney, who is just a prototypical uh, big tight end, 6'3", 245, strong, uh, great soft hands. Uh, and then there's that third one, and I think you, you started to touch on it. We have a kid who, for the last three years, has been in the band playing the tuba. <laughs> uh, his name is Josh Boama. He's about 6'3", 240. He runs a 4'5", four, 4'6". He's got a 32-inch vertical leap. He's strong as an ox, and he hadn't been lifting prior to coming out this fall. Uh, so he is absolutely a surprise player and an impact player at defensive end. Well, we're excited, uh, you know, to see Scripps Ranch uh, get after it. Of course, uh, you guys got the exact same schedule as you have from a year ago. Um, you know, looking at the schedule, the opening game against Sarah, that might that's going to be a tough matchup for you guys. I know you guys are getting ready for it. Uh, what are some of the challenges that, uh, you know, you're going to have to face with the Conquistadors coming to town uh, on Friday? Well, you know, I, I, I have a pretty good relationship with Drew Smith, the head coach over at Sarah, and we've talked about kidnapping his quarterback. Uh, <laughs> that, that guy can move. He can be a challenge. Uh, so obviously we're very aware of his mobility. Uh, and he's got an arm and he's accurate. So uh, he's a threat. So I certainly know that's one of the things we're looking out for. Uh, defensively, uh, they're pretty strong. They're quick to the ball. Uh, so we're doing everything we can to prepare and, and take advantage of some of the some of the things we think we bring uh, to the game. But but remember, they're poised to win a D4 championship. 
they really want it. They've been really close over the last few years, and Drew's really turned that program around. Uh, and then there's also the, I call it the X factor. Uh, Sarah's very close to military housing in the Murphy Canyon area, and you never know who they're going to get every fall. They could get the next Heisman Trophy winner, for all we know. Uh, so we also have to try to prepare for surprises uh, because they get an influx uh, of new students every every June, July from, from the Navy. Well, that's definitely a challenge to play a team like Sarah week one. Uh, then you play at Del Norte. You play Fallbrook. They got at Mira Mesa, a nice little rivalry game. Then, of course, La Jolla rounds up your non-league schedule. I know you put the schedule together two years ago. Um, you know, what was the, uh, you know, the, the mindset in, in scheduling these games in particular? Well, we wanted to play teams essentially at our level. Uh, the program had been struggling for a few years prior, uh, and one of the things you have to do if you're building a program and changing the culture uh, is, number one, create a schedule where you can win some games. You can build some confidence, uh, and, and you don't reach you know, beyond your, your capabilities in the beginning. I think our schedule will get stronger as we move forward in the future. Uh, but there's some there's some formidable foes in there. Uh, we played three or four D3 teams that we could hopefully end up playing again in the playoffs. Uh, but the thought initially was, this is where we are. Let's play teams around us and see how we size up, see what we can do and, and how we can develop the program. You're looking at the league schedule. This is not a bad league here right now, the City League. Uh, Kearney is always pretty good of, of late. San Diego High just won a state championship. Uh, Patrick Henry has a brand-new coach, a former NFL player, J.T. O'Sullivan, and then, of course, uh, your alma mater, Mission Bay, in this league. What is it going to have to take for Scripps Ranch uh, you know, to potentially, since you're right there on the cusp, uh, to winning the City League this year? Well, it's important, uh, and it's definitely one of our goals. I think we have three big ones, and, and I think that's number two. Uh, Scripps Ranch hasn't won a league championship in 25 years, uh, so what better time to go for it and do everything we can uh, to get it. But you did list a couple of schools there that, that are rising quickly. Uh, Charles James has got uh, a really good football program over at San Diego. You saw what they did, like you said, going to state. Uh, they're always difficult. Uh, they run that wing T offense, and that's always hard to stop. If you look at the teams in the championship last year, uh, a significant portion of them won, run some version of the wing T, uh, and, and it's just a difficult high school offense uh, to stop. Uh, and then you have Kearney, and they just move fast. Uh, they've got a pretty good OC. Will Gray, the head coach, is a good friend of mine, but they too uh, have turned around that program, and they're both on the rise. Uh, and both present real challenges or, or sort of roadblocks to getting that championship the boys really want. Last thing I have uh, you know, with you, you get 17 guys coming back. How much of an experience factor do you think is going to play in uh, to your guys' success this year? You know, it's it's huge. Uh, the guys are comfortable with each other. Things like timing and trust and and, and sort of how to work as a unit, they get it. Uh, and we've been working really hard. We get started in late January, and the boys have been consistent uh, in their effort. Uh, and, you know, we've got one of the best strength and conditioning coaches in the, in the country, quite frankly, in Todd Durkin. So you factor in experience, uh, the fact that we got bigger and stronger, uh, and the continuity of the whole thing, uh, those 17 starters, is it, it, it's huge. And then it makes it better that the other five uh, were prim- primarily sophomores who all saw – significant game time last year so essentially with the exception of those two big new guys everybody on the field has been there for a while uh so we really it it has heightened expectations as a result of that 
A uh, quick follow-up on your off-season program. You know, you mentioned Todd Durkin. His son is the quarterback, of course, um, and he runs, uh, you know, one of the great gyms out here in San Diego County. Uh, he is a former, you know, trainer of uh, professional uh, football team, San Diego Chargers, when they're here. I know he's training a lot of NFL guys right now as well. Um, what about Todd Durkin and the off-season program that Script Ranch has had this year? Um, has ha- How has that developed your guys, uh, you know, over the last uh, off-season? We have, uh, without a doubt, one of the best strength and conditioning coaches in the nation, uh, Todd Durkin, who, you know, we joke we joke around and say he's a trainer of the stars. Uh, he's got some pretty high-profile clients here in San Diego and some guys that fly in from all over the country uh, to get trained by the best. Uh, he's our strength and conditioning coach. His son is our starting quarterback, uh, and it's, it's a perfect mix. Uh, you know, it's a guy who worked with Drew Brees all summer and then works with his own son. Uh, so it gives us opportunities, uh, and it has helped us grow and get much stronger uh, as a football program. We, uh, you know, you can't you can't ask for things like this, and you certainly couldn't afford to pay for it. Uh, but Todd is generous with his time and his knowledge, uh, and he's made us a better football team and program. We uh, here at 97 Through the Fan are excited for the Scripps Ranch High School football season. Uh, Coach Marlon Gardner of Scripps Ranch High School, thanks again for joining us today. We look forward to talking to you later in the year. We appreciate you. Great sprint here as we uh, preview the uh, city league uh, in the city interconference, uh, you know, section rather. Uh, we're now joined by the Kearney uh, Comets offensive coordinator Verlaine Batofi, uh, joining us today on the uh, 97 Through the Fan uh, High School Football Podcast. Of course, uh, Verlaine, what's going on, man? How you doing? Hey, how's it going, Brayden? Uh, just you know, that season, that time where uh, everybody's working in camp, trying to see how this 2019 season is going to unfold. Let's talk about uh, the Kearney Comets in terms of the 2019 camp. Uh, you know how, how how are the Comets looking so far, and, and and what have you seen from your guys as we get ready for Week One? Uh, I think uh, our guys are really really hungry. I think the best uh, experience uh, for us last year was playing in the CIF championship game last year. Even though we didn't you know we didn't win, but I think that big game experience was what our guys were missing. You know, in the past, Kearney never really had big game experiences where they played in the championship game or, or deep playoff run. So I think uh, our boys going through that last year really kind of, you know, put them in a different mindset as far as, like, knowing what to expect. And now when we play in big games, we're not going to be – I feel like we're a little nervous last year, but I think now that we played in two big games, you know, in a couple deep playoff games, I think we'll be ready. Uh, I'm real surprised that we've had uh, – we lost a lot last year as far as most of our offensive skill guys, but – we got some young guys um, in the waiting that uh, I think are, that might end up being better than some of the guys we had last year. So it should be exciting to see how everything unfolds. Let's talk about some of your players you have uh, that are going to be a, an impact for the comments. I know uh, you know, like running the ball up and down the field, uh, airing it out and what have you. Um, what are some guys on offense and who are the guys you've noticed on defense that uh, you know are going to be a real factor for the comments this year? So we got uh, Mario. He was uh, he's a Madison transfer. He was a three-year you know guy over there that played. So he came over. He's doing really great. Job. He's a smart kid. Makes great decisions. You know, can run a little bit. Has a good arm. Is just an overall leader. You know, as far as quarterback. So um, we have a, a receiver. He tore ACL last year, so he didn't play. His name is Devontae Fleming. Uh, I think by the end of the season, he's going to be a household name. I think he's a Division One guy. He's going to be a junior. Uh, we have a, uh, another receiver. He's a helix transfer. He played DB receiver. Uh, he, he's getting some Division One. He has some Division One offers right now. His name is Olan Kazad. He's a six-three kid, fast, athletic. 
You know, I think he's going to have a big senior season. Um, our running back, is, uh, Nico Estrada, you know, he, he transferred over from Cathedral. Uh, he's he's going to have a big year as well. Our O-line is steady. We return four starters, Cypress Hill, Andrew Venero, Cedric Wells, um, and Anthony Watkins. So, you know, I think we're looking very good. We just have to – we just got to keep – we got to play up to our level. That's the key for us is be consistent in practice and playing to our, to our level. Let's talk about Kearney in, in terms of, you know, not only playing in, in Division Three this year, um, but you got a team in your league uh, that's kind of been a, a pain for you guys over the last couple of years. They were a pain for you in the uh, the CIF Championship game, of course, as well. Uh, what does Kearney have to do to get over the hump that is San Diego High? Um, I think last year, uh, I think the key for San Diego, I thought, was, you know, the, 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 the prior year they played Monta Vista in the championship game. And then they ended up losing uh, to them in that championship game. But I think after that loss, that team banded together. I felt like that team knew how it was to have big game experience. So, uh, you know, I think they had the edge over us. And I think they were a little more physical than they, uh, us last year. So, you know, a big emphasis with us this year was in the weight room and the offseason being physical. You know, when you play teams like San Diego High, that were really, really physical. So, um, uh, I think we're good. I think, you know, playing them the last two years and, you know, kind of getting our guys back, our guys going through that big game atmosphere, I think we'll be ready for them this year. Uh, your league's uh, shaping up to be a pretty decent league this year. Uh, you know, Ma- uh, Patrick Henry, uh, new coach J.T. O'Sullivan, who has some NFL experience. Uh, Scripps Ranch seems to be retooling and, and getting some players out there. Um, of course, that's their favorite class that they got rolling through there right now, probably their best class that yeah. they've had in a long time. And, of course, San Diego High and Mission Bay. Uh, what are some of the challenges you're going to have to face with this league uh, coming in here and, and uh, you know, when, when you get to league play? Um, I think it's just staying consistent. You know, the key, the thing I've been preaching to these guys is about practice. I'm a big believer in uh, how you practice is how you play. So we've, we've put a big emphasis on just practicing at an all-time level. So, you know, once we get in the game, it should be a little easier for us because we're so used to practicing so hard. So our practices have been very intense, and we also just need to play up to our standards. You know, we can't play certain teams that we don't think might be as good and play down to our level and teams that are better and play up to our level. So, we just have to play our, our 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 brand of football, and I think we sh- I think we should be fine. Let's talk a little bit about you and, and uh, you know the team Makasi that you run. Uh, you have the Makasi Bowl at the end of the year against the Inland Empire. You also run a seven on seven team as well. Um, you know what yes. what drove you to start Team Makasi? What does Makasi mean? And uh, you know what does it mean to you to you know to help these kids out uh, in terms of you know getting them more exposure and, and getting them opportunities to play. Uh, Makasi means strong in my native language in Lingala, which is uh, Central Africa. Um, I started Makasi about five years ago, and the reason for starting it was, you know, me growing up in the inner city in southeast San Diego. I had a lot of my friends that were, you know, that were real talented and, uh, you know, were smart, but we really didn't have no, like, role models or positive role models at least, you know, that was trying to shape us in any, any, any way. And a lot of the athletes that went off to college, once they left, they never really came back, you know, back in those days. So, I just kind of wanted to be somebody that, uh, you know, once I was done playing football, when I finished playing at Indiana State, I wanted to come back and be a difference in the community and just kind of help out. So, uh, you know, we, we've done a lot with Makasi as far as just the mentoring aspect as well. You know, the 7-on-7 and Makasi Bowl, you know, trying to, uh, you know, help guys with, you know, get college scholarships and different things like that. So it, it's just been a ride and it's been amazing and we've just grown over the years. And uh, it's something that's a blessing, you know, just trying to help these young guys get to that next level and kind of, uh, you know, uh, kind of uh, accomplish the ultimate goals. 
Let's talk about uh, Kearney uh, again. We're week one for you guys this week. You got uh, Calexico coming to town. It's a long drive for uh, for Calexico. Uh, I know you watch film, so you know what are some of the things that Calexico does uh, that might be uh, you know kind of a problem for Kearney maybe on Friday. Uh, this year, I think they switched up their defense a little bit. Uh, last year, they're more of a cover three team, but this year, I think they're going some cover two man and trying to man up. So. Uh, uh, I don't know. As long as we play our game, I think we should be fine. That's why I tell these guys is, you know, let's let's not really focus on our opponent. Let's focus on ourselves. If we can get the best out of ourselves and execute the game plan and, and kind of uh, execute what we've been taught and coached to do, you know, we should put ourselves in, in, in a good situation against any team. So I think that's really been the mindset is, is do what we have to do, you know. Don't worry about the other team. We're going to, you know, we're going to scout for them. We don't know what they do, but let's control what we do. Let's bring our, our best uh, our best effort. You know, everybody do their job. And if, you know, we all do their job collectively and come together. So that's really been our big, you know, kind of emphasis this, this, this summer and this, and this, uh, this fall is just in doing our job. Everybody doing it to the best of their abilities, from coaches to players to, to water girls to trainers to everybody. Everybody's doing their job, and hopefully you guys will have a party in the end zone, uh, if I'm not mistaken yep. there, for the Kearney Comets. Uh, Coach Verlaine Batofi, the offensive coordinator of the Kearney Comets, joining us today. Uh, Verlaine, a good talking to you as always. We look forward to talking to you uh, down later in the season, and I'm sure I'll see you on a football field uh, in a couple weeks here. So. Appreciate it, Brady. You do a great job out here, too, for the community. I appreciate you. Braden's Brennan back out again, uh, previewing each and every league here on 97.3 The Fan. San Diego High School football, we're getting ready for it. Uh, we're in the city conference right now. We broke down Central. We're breaking down the city. We're breaking down the Eastern League. We're breaking down the Western League. All of that with, of course, none other than Top Dog. Top Dog, how you doing? I'm great tonight. Thanks for having me, Braden. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're getting excited for high school football. I know you're getting giddy over there. You can't. The off season's finally over. We got scrimmages this week. We got games next week on August 23rd. Uh, we got the high school football show starting on 97 through the fan from 9 to 11 each and every Thursday. We're gonna be broadcasting 14 games on the radio on 97 through the fan, starting up with Granite Hills at Poway on August 23rd. We're excited for it here at 97 through the fan. I know you're excited for it at KUSI and the PPR. Let's get to it. Season 21 starts for us next Friday, so of course I got to give you a shameless plug. Today. Oh, dude, I've been plugging stuff all night. You can plug uh, plug the uh, the PPR as well. Uh, let's get to the City League. Uh, the City League in the City Conference. It's Kearney, San Diego High, Scripps Ranch, Patrick Henry, Mission Bay. Um, you just heard those five schools. What's the school that pops out to you the most? I don't have a school. I see this as a three-dog race. And, uh, Who are your three dogs? My three dogs are going to be Kearney. Okay. San Diego. I agree, I agree. And surprisingly, I'm going to say... Scripps Ranch. I agree with all that, actually, so. as a matter of fact. Um, but we got a lot of interesting storylines with with some of these teams. We got Scripps Ranch, who um, you know, this is their year, this is their class, this is their dogs, these are these these are their guys, this is right? It. We we keep hearing out of Scripps Ranch. Then when this class gets to where they're at right now, this is the one we're going to win with. Um, and uh, they got a lot of guys coming back. They got a lot of young guys. They got um, uh, a lot of good players that they're going to you know you know be ready to reckon with um, over there at Scripps Ranch. We'll get to them in just a little bit. San Diego High, of course, uh, state championship team last year. Whether or not they can come back with the same force you know they lost some key pieces but um you know charles james doing an unbelievable job down there at san Diego high uh totally resurrecting that program in terms of uh, the grand scheme of things uh because when i was playing high school football san Diego high was going 0 and 10 every single year how about 0 
thirty. Oh three yeah, years. exactly. Yeah, it was, bad, yeah, for it was bad for a while. The fact that he turned around and could win some games. Yep. Now all of a sudden they're um, you know competing with some teams. They're slowing the game down, um, and they're 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 playing some good football. And winning a CIF championship is is tremendous for a school that's been around for over a hundred years. Not just a CIF championship, a state, a championship. state championship, exactly. That's impressive. Um, and then you got Kearney. Um, you got uh, a nice little revivalry over there. They're getting some guys. They're they're making some plays. They're they're uh, they're scoring a lot of points. Uh, those Kearney comments are. Um, and those three teams. This is going to be. Usually, it's not that fun of a league. This this is going to be a fun year for this league. It's going to be fun to watch. And then you got new coach J T Sullivan over there. Patrick Henry you got an NFL guy coming down to coach. Um, and then. Um, of course, you got Mission Bay uh, rounding it out. So let's let's start with Kearney. Uh, we go from alphabetical order, uh, essentially. Uh, go through it. We'll rip through the schedule. Let you know who's going to win, who's going to lose. We'll give you some kids' names. Uh, get you fully ready to go for the City League here in the City Conference in the San Diego section of high school football. Um, the big pickup here, I, I think, was last year with uh, Verlaine Batofi getting the offensive coordinating job. Uh, I've worked with Verlaine before. Um, say what you want about Verlaine, but it, the guy scores points. I mean, yes. it doesn't matter what team he's coaching for. Uh, he scores a lot of points. Uh, and, and Kearney has scored a lot of points uh, since he's arrived. The biggest problem with Kearney the last you know couple of years has been, all right, we score a lot of points. But we also give up a lot of points. Uh, they're going to have to work on their defense for that case as well. Uh, to me, I, I, they are my favorite well, to know, win the league let, this let, year. Let me back up. I, I'll say this. Kearney's been there, and they've, they've made it to the big game. But there's one team in that division, they or that league, they can't beat. And their division. Yep. And San, up, up to this far, San Diego's owned them. Let's be completely honest about it. Whether it's at Kearney or at San Diego, whether it's during the regular season or in the playoffs, you know that's become the rivalry of the 163. You know, at the north end of the 163, you got Kearney. At the south end of the 163, you got San Diego. Those guys beat up on each other. And if you look at the schedule, that's the last game of the regular season, and it's senior night for San Diego. That's going to that's gonna that be a fun one. That could determine who the actual league champion is, that game. Well, absolutely, unless Scripps Ranch just decides to roll with it and, and clean house. But you never know. I, I, I still think Kearney's my favorite, I, I think, for this league. Um, just because San Diego High lost some guys – uh, and I think Kearney's better than Scripps Ranch. That that is just my my opinion. Um, I think Kearney is the team to beat right now in that league. I know San Diego High's done it. I know San Diego High owns Kearney. I know until they get knocked off, they got to be the top dog. I'm going with Kearney this year. They went 11 and two last year. I know those two losses are San Diego High. I I, I know that Chris. I know as you're grinning over there, uh, people that are listening cannot see the facial expressions that Chris has been giving me all night long for anything that I've said. Um, but Kearney is my favorite. Uh, to win this league. I think they win that uh, last game against San Diego High. Uh, you know what I was saying earlier about scheduling and teams playing teams that are very caliber? I, I, I don't include Kearney in that deal per se. They open up with Calexico. Uh, they're playing Montgomery. They're playing at Morse. Uh, Morse is not too bad of a, a game. Uh, University City might be a mandatory class league thing. I don't really know. Uh, they got Hoover later in the year. I, are you saying they're playing some cupcakes? I'm just saying they're not playing teams up to their caliber is Ouch. what I'm saying. Ouch. I wonder how Verlaine's going to feel about that. All right, how dude. Coach Will Gray's going to feel about that. <laughs> I'm huh? just saying. You open up with Calexico. All right, well. I remember when uh, my dad coached at Saints, they played Calexico, and it's like, why are we even playing this game? Ouch. It's just Calexico, like, I don't, I, I'll tell you guys, I don't think uh, Braden's uh, high on your program. Uh, it's, it's just it's not up to the standard that Kearney is, Okay, if that makes sense. Okay. Uh, if you want to be like you're Kearney, right, and you want to be like San Diego High, you should maybe you should start scheduling like San Diego High. 
Samuel yeah. I scheduled Lincoln last year, and they almost be- they were close to beating Lincoln last year. Kearney's got collects good. You know, Morse is not going to be as good as they were last year, but that's still not a bad program for them to play. I just think Kearney can. They're good enough where they can start scheduling teams like maybe Mira Mesa or maybe Christian or maybe somebody in the Eastern League instead of scheduling teams down in the Central League. I don't know. What, what is your take? You're, you're giving gonna, me grimaces. I, what do you got? Le- I'm going to leave you out on an island on this one up there. <laughs> I'm not going out on that tree branch with you on this one. I think Kearney's right where Kearney needs to be. I think this is going to come down to the end. However, let me flip the script a little bit. I, I hear that you want to take Kearney to win league. I pick him to win league. I'm going to go a different route. I think that San Diego is going to win this league. I think that uh, that's sophomore, why we differed with the Central League. We can differ with the City League. Sophomore quarterback Jaden Green is going to be uh, something that they haven't seen yet, and I think he has a wrinkle to him. Uh, everybody knows about Mo Jackson, one of the best running backs in San Diego County. Um, you add in uh, Rico, you add in a couple of the key players, receivers, and corners like Andre Peoples. Um, they're going to be well coached. Not to mention the fact that they got two four NFL guys as coaches. I mean, you got Stephen Cooper, and now they added the cornerback. So. Quentin Jammer, it's like, well, I don't know. I mean, look, I respect Kearney, but San Diego's got a tougher schedule. Uh, they've got a little bit more depth. I'm they definitely have, have a tougher Diego. schedule. I definitely agree with you on that one. I'm going to have to take San Diego. I think they're just going to be a little bit more well-rounded, and I think they've been there in the big games. You know, they've been there, and they've consistently won those big games, and until Kearney beats them, they're the team to beat. All right, I'm going to make you play devil's advocate. Why is Kearney going to win this league? Why is Kearney going to yeah, win why this is, league? All right, let's just pretend that we switch roles here. Why is Kearney going to win this league? Because Mario Alves has a league outside of his mind this season. He finally lives up to all the potential that everybody sees in him, and he takes these guys over the top. Uh, the transfer, Olan Kazad, has an incredible year at wide receiver, and uh, the former Don over there, now turned running back, is going to have an incredible year at running back. Nico Estrada? Yep. I coached that kid. So if he does anything well this year, Verlaine, you're welcome. That's all I gotta say. Oh uh, Nico's a great kid. I love. I, I was. Plug for I liked. There. I, I liked. Um. I'll, again, your event. I'm gonna give you two plugs back to back podcasts here. Um, got to run into uh, Nico. It was cool seeing him and, and, and seeing his dad. It was. It was a, it was a nice event. Uh, Nico's a great kid. and He's a great football player. Um, he's gonna have a good year again. It doesn't matter where he is. Uh, he would have had a great year for us at the uh, at the Dons. Uh, but he's gonna have a great year at Kearney. And I know his uh, his brother. He's gonna play with his brother for the first time ever. Uh, I was talking to Nico at um, at the uh, you know the Madden shoot that you guys did, and uh, I said uh, you know where's where's his crew's at Kearney too. He's like yeah. I was like he's gonna play freshman ball. He's gonna play varsity. He's like he's gonna play varsity. I was like you ever played with your brother before? He's like no. This will be the first time. I was like well that's gonna be fun for you. That's pretty cool. That's I mean, you know cool. you know what's gonna be fun for? It's gonna be fun for his dad. For Henry? Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Gonna love that. He's gonna See, love that. He's only gonna make one trip instead of you right? know five trips around the county. You have two sons, right? I do. Uh, having your two sons play or do something together at the same time is what? It's amazing. It's got to be great. It's amazing. I don't have kids, so I don't know that feeling yet. But you one will. day I will, one and, and will. one day I'll, I'll talk about that. But we're, we've done enough talking about Kearney. I've bashed their schedule enough. Again, Verlaine, Drew, it's not it's not personal. I just I just don't think uh, the schedule's up to it. I think you guys are better than the schedule you play. That's just, I have high expectations for you. Okay, so when I get those phone calls, when, when Will calls me or Verlaine calls me. Will can call you, and yeah. I'll just be like, dude, it's nothing personal. I just <laughs> I don't like your schedule. <laughs> And that's fine. And who cares what I think? I'm just sitting here talking in front of a mic. I don't really care. I know they don't care. They're going to go play the game. I have them going 8-2. Let me say this. Let me say this. I'm going to enjoy one thing, and that is watching uh, senior Ezekiel Paredes play for um, the San Diego Cavers this year. Um, Dude, every time we're we're talking about teams, and we're going to get to save your your thought because we're going to get to San Diego. You're super high on San Diego. You're like, Maffey was incredibly in on Escondido High, by the way. They're a good team. He, they're going to be good. They're a good team. But they're not the best team that's ever happened ever. And uh, Matt, oh, wow. uh, Matthew was going, I, I think they're going to win their league. 
and I think they're uh, they're going to be in a good spot. But um, dude, pipe down San Diego. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Relax. I got love from. We're going to go to we're going to go to Mission Bay. Um, and it and it stinks to talk about Mission Bay because you know Dane Roman was one of my coaches when I was at Cathedral. Um, it was for a limited time, but I knew who he was as a person and and, and everything that went on with that situation. Um, you know, as the San Diego community that's listening to this, the, the high school football community, all of us were you know definitely saddened by the news and, and touched by the news and feeling for Mission Bay High School and you know not only for him and his family but the kids that he was excited to coach over that Mission Bay this season and. That's tough for anybody to go through, let alone a bunch of high school kids that knowing that their head football coach is no longer with us. Um, it might be a tough season for Mission Bay. We'll see what happens. But anytime you see a death in, in, in a sports team, of any, we saw it with Tyler Skaggs this year in baseball and, and with, with the Angels. Um, you've seen it before with um, you know Jose Fernandez and the Marlins um, and, and what have you. So it's going to be a it, tough year for Mission Bay. Team, it has a chance to bring a team together. It has a chance to bring the team together. On the downside, it, it could it can it could turn into something really poor it could be a very big distraction and 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 tough for kids so we'll see how mission bay does with the distraction um are coming off a two and eight season last year uh beat claremont san ysidro they uh they have to play claremont again their schedule is a little bit more difficult in terms of they get um you know university city on the schedule mar vista um and then the league of course is going to be tough for mission bay as well i think it's going to be tough for them to win a lot of games this year um and I think they come in last in the. I, I think we're in agreement them coming in last in the city league. Do you think uh, Patrick Henry's going to come in last? I, I don't know. I mean, you know what? I, I got to say, I'm not in agreement. I don't think they're going to finish dead last. I mean, I had a chance. I mean, I'll be honest. You know, some of the guys over there at Mission Bay played for my seven on seven All Star team. The Dago Dogs. Oh, dude, the bias so over here. I, you I'm weren't biased. biased with your alma mater, but you're Listen, being biased with your. Uh, Evan Aguilon's going to make a difference. I think they're going to be well coached. I think that they are going to rally together. I mean, AJ Vines is named the interim head coach over there, and I think they're going to do a good job. I think they are going to be very well coached. Um, the most underrated player, obviously, to me in the entire probably county, is probably Evan Aguilon. That kid's phenomenal athlete, great hands, good speed. And the most underrated quarterback is that kid Chase over there. That kid's a phenomenal quarterback. He looks like he should be playing like he should be out riding a skateboard. Wasn't he lighting up Helix in the seven on seven at San Diego State? He beat Helix. Yeah, exactly. It, I don't and, care and listen, what you have or what Helix has. You beat Helix in anything You're in get football. Respect. Hey, yeah. man, that's that's a, that's a, that's an incredible. And, and the thing was is you know going into the season, they were excited about the players they had. They thought they had a nice nice little group of athletes down there. Um, I, I it's just whether or not. For me, they handle the distraction. If they do, they're they're gonna have a good year. If if not, we'll see. But it's it's tough for high school kids to go through stuff like this. Hopefully, enough time passes before their first game. Um, I like your I like, but it, it could bring the team together, and all of a sudden, this team could start ripping through some games. I will say they do have a tough schedule, though. I, I do think for where they are as a program, and being that you know the coach just let coach passed away. You've got, you know, A.J. Vines interim. You've got Coach Mooney over there doing a good job. Coach Tate doing a good job. You know, you look on their schedule. They pay La Jolla, UC, you know, Mountain they got to go to Mountain Empire. I, these are going to be – and they got to play at San Diego. I mean, it's going to be tough. So, looking at that schedule, I'm probably going to say three and seven. Is that their ceiling or is that their middle point? That might be their ceiling. I mean, that's a tough schedule. That have. is a tough – that's another reason why I have them going two and eight, one and nine – type yeah. of deal um you know with everything and their schedule's tough for the for the team that is mission bay the team that is kearney the schedule they have is not tough the team that is mission bay the schedule they have is tough and a lot of the opponents are the same a lot of them are the same okay that's fair yeah, again it's about the caliber of team that you are true 
I would agree. And with I'm that. gonna tell you right now, Cathedral didn't always schedule top teams when they were good back in the uh, you know early 2000s and the late 90s. So it's not even like I'm on this high horse that we only schedule uh, tough opponents because not everybody used to schedule tough opponents. It's kind of like Kearney's gonna get in there and then they're gonna get they're gonna start scheduling some guys. You I'm feel, hoping so. You feeling some kind of way about that? I'm about to call Verlaine right now and be like, dude, <laughs> what is up with your schedule? All right, where are we going next? Patrick Henry. Um, you know these kids. Uh, you, you know you're, you you grow up. Or not, you didn't grow up out there, but you live out there. Your sons grew up out there. Yep. You know it's a lot of the similar kids that you've seen at the young ages of Pop Warner and, and what have you. Uh, they come in one and nine. They get a brand new coach, uh, J T O'Sullivan. Um, he comes in uh, with a team again one and nine last year, negative thirty point six rating. I to me, it's. When you get a guy that is um, an NFL guy and he comes in to coach, sometimes that first year is pretty tough. Um, so we'll see what happens. I They just got a new renovate. The, the renovations over there look pretty great. I watched the um, PPR highlights on Instagram of you guys going out and checking out the uh, the uh, Henry practice. The, the press box looks like it's coming in nice. They got some buildings over there uh, next to that giant retaining roll that had the Patriot on it uh, the last time I played there. Uh, it's been a long time, but um, I – they have a uh, very moderate to uh, difficult schedule, if you will. Uh, Mount Miguel, I think, is going to be better this year. That's who they open up with. Uh, Morse, I think, will be tough for Patrick Henry. Monta Vista, you know Hamamoto is going to have his guys ready to play um, despite losing their top running back last year. El Cap, I saw them at your um, Madden day. They got some big dudes on their offensive line. I mean, they got three guys that are pretty decent-sized kids. Um, I think El Cap's going to be better. And then they got, of course, League with San Diego High, Kearney, Mission Bay, Scripps Ranch. Uh, and then they finish up the Rosera, which is not um, the uh, worst team in the Central League by all means. So uh, you go out to Mount Miguel. Mount Miguel is going to be a lot better. I got a chance to see them in the USD passing tournament. Mm-hmm. They're dialed in. I mean, Troy's done a great job rebuilding that entire They're not program. scrimmaging, by the way. That's true. That's true. They are scrimmaging. But, Where are they scrimmaging now? Uh, no, they're they're scrimmaging at Mount Miguel. Oh, okay. On August twenty, is that yeah? It's no, that's the first. Game. Is it first game? Uh, scrimmages are tomorrow, the fifteenth and the sixteenth. Oh well, I, I apologize. I think. That. Well, the only reason I know that is because they uh, uh they dropped out of the scrimmage that I was going to go to tomorrow. Oh, there um, you go. But they didn't scrimmage last year either, so they'll be. Fine. Mount Miguel is going to be a tough game. Uh, Morris is, is, is a running game. Uh, linebacking core over Patrick Henry is pretty good. I think they might they could pull that game off. Montevist is going to be tough. El Cap's going to be tough. Benita Vista, I think they can beat Benita Vista. So do I. Looking at their schedule, I don't think they're going to be. I don't think they're going to be San Diego. I don't think they're going to be so Kearney. Either. I don't think so either. I don't think they're going to be Scripps. I don't think they're going to be Sarah. I I'm hundred percent in agreement with everything you just said. I so think I'm going to say four and six, five and five is the ceiling. Four and six. Who are the four wins against? Uh, Benita, Morris, Mission Bay. Oh, they're going to beat Morris. Okay, Morris, Benita Vista. Um, okay, maybe two and eight. Three I and have seven. two and eight right now. Okay, I can um, see that. I have them beating Benita and Mission Bay. Okay, and um, that's well, about Mission it. Bay's no walk in the park now. I didn't say it was an easy win. Again, <laughs> when I say they win, I never say it's easy. Okay, uh, we'll get to San Diego's schedule next. Actually, you're so excited to see uh, talk about San Diego High, and you no, should I, be I because th- I just think for Patrick, can I go back to Patrick Henry just a minute? I think with a first year head coach, a new staff, adjusting to these kids, new system for the new kids, new system, you know, going five wide. A completely different defense than these kids have been running for the last three years under Mike Martinez. It's going to be a real, real big adjustment. Opening the new the new stadium, you know, they're very senior heavy. I, I think these guys are going to play with a lot of motion. It's going to be hard to keep these kids focused for four quarters. 
I, I agree with you. I, I think we're we're actually in agreement. for the, like From top to bottom on this team, we're actually in agreement what we think is going to happen. But that's what makes this fun, because me and Maffey agreed on almost everything, and it was just it was it was like, oh, yeah, all right. Well, dude. Well, you, he, you guys are North County guys. I mean, I, I'm not a North County guy, dude. I'm a city guy. I live in Scripps. That counts as they're I in the city know. league. They're in the city know. limits. It counts. Okay. You're south I'm not, of the 52-year city guy. Is yeah, that that's, that's what it is. Yeah, that's fair. South of the 56 city guy, even though okay. I went to school north of the 56. Yeah, but that doesn't count. That's even like Cathedral block, doesn't man. even count. It could, they don't even consider them being part of North County. They're not. Yeah, they're, they're city not. school. They're one of us. Yeah, exactly. Right. You only claim them when they're good, huh? Is that the deal? No, I claimed them when they were pretty bad now. <laughs> there were some years there. Don't, don't get it twisted. There were some five years. five and seven years. Brutal. Yeah. Um, moving on. This is the team you wanted to talk about, and um, by all means, you should talk about them because San Diego High and what they have done, what Charles James has done with his staff and uh, establishing his, his coaching staff, getting some NFL guys in there, re, uh, totally revamping San Diego High to being a contender each and every year now, it seems like. Uh, state championship team from a year ago, CIF championship team for a year ago. Um, get this, they have a 91% probability, according to CalPreps, of going undefeated. I don't, think they're, I don't think they're going to go undefeated, but that's – again, remember I told you I don't pick teams to go undefeated. Yeah, I know. So I had that's to find – lo- this was fi- it, This was difficult for me to find losses for them. Okay, tell me who they lose to. I got – first of all, I got nine games on the schedule. I have two buys. Are they, am I missing somebody? Nope, nope. They got nine games. So they got nine games. Yeah. All right. So, they, they didn't want to play Lincoln again, so. Did they not want to play Lincoln again? I, that's, that's the rumor on the street. They didn't want to play Lincoln again. That was a. Uh, they didn't want to go to Lincoln, and the, 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 hey, the, I don't know the if it was a, as a travel issue or they just. They did well they, last year against Lincoln. I don't they know. They had him on the ropes. Exactly. I mean, it was like a, you know, it was a big league fight. And That's think, surprising to me. What? Well, not to me. I mean, if you think about you know, well, I, I guess defensive coordinating and Coach Jimmy over there, they put basically they play with eight DBs. Yeah. They they scheme that game and they almost they make Gary them Patterson's four two five look like uh, <laughs> not a lot of not enough DBs. Um. All right, let's go through their schedule. Ready right. for this? Yep. Crawford win. Okay. Then they got a buy. Okay. El Cap, I think they win that game. Okay. Uh, Orange Glen, that's a tough game for them. I think. I don't think so. I don't think so. Orange I mean, Glen's gonna have some. They're one dimensional. They're running team. Orange Glen's a running team. They so is San Diego High. San Diego High's a running team. They shut down Patterson, and you got the interior D line to do that and force him outside. Their offensive line coming back is gonna be pretty good. Okay, they got a, a lot of size. That's a win for San Diego. They got we'll a lot of. Going. They got a lot of. They got a lot of size. That was one of my losses I had for San Diego. Really? They lose to Orange Glen. Continue, a like, D four state again, champion what, last what, year, what did and they I, lose uh, to a D five li, guy. Li, they listen to me. What did I just say before? I was I was hard for me to find losses for this team. Okay. So I found Orange Glen. Okay. All right. At Sarah. I don't agree, but okay. At Sarah. They beat Sarah. I think they beat Sarah too. I think they. Then they got a buy. Henry win. Mission yep. Bay win. Yep. Scripps Ranch win. Coronado win. Kearney, loss. You're saying they lose to Kearney. I do. Well, I picked Kearney to win the champ, the win the league championship. Yeah, can't, can't Kearney can't win one. the league championship if they can't, lose to San Diego High. Can't agree with that one. I, again, I, I told you. you. I tell you, dethrone the Giants. I t- I know. You I can't agree. Say it. You I can't agree. Claim it. I agree. That's fine. And if they don't do it this year, what does Kearney do next year? If they don't do it this year, they're never going to beat San Diego High. It's just straight up. That's just what it is. Well, let me ask. Okay, so let's make a gentleman's bet between the two of us. Okay. Right, what do you want, like a burrito or something? No, no. It's got to be something a little bit more in the public, so everybody can see this. Okay? No, I'm not doing like no embarrassing stuff, dude. No, no I'm. We wear the the school shirt for a week. Oh, that's fine. For a week. Yeah. And then we wear it at a game. So if Kearney wins, I'll wear a Kearney shirt because you're picking Kearney. But if San that's Diego fine. wins, you got to wear a San Diego High Caver shirt. You're making it sound like more, like repping uh, the Cavers is like a bad thing. That's true. I mean, I mean, you're, I, you're picking I, against them. I am so. picking against them. I am picking against my grandfather's high school. Ouch, man. I know. Isn't that against like, your heritage? I, I picked against Crawford and Hoover. 
you didn't go there. I know, but my gra- other grandparents went there, too. Oh, hey, true. we're well-rooted here in San Diego. Jeez. I've been here a long time. But my you, family's been here a long so time. So how did you end up at Cathedral? My mom went to uni. Oh, okay. My dad went to Grossmont, though. Oh, hey. Really? Mm-hmm. Didn't he coach there? He did. Oh. We digress, though. I I, so, but Sorry, again, guys. I, se- I have, honestly, I have them going 7-2, but that's my basement for them. Because they can easily go ten and zero. Ninety-one percent undefeated probability it raises a huge factor right there. Again, I don't want to pick teams to go undefeated every time because that's tougher. That's a tougher bet than having them lose two games. They could show up flat to Orange Glen and they're going to run the table. They're going undefeated. They're going to run the table. They're going undefeated. You're they're really high on table. San Diego High. They're going to run the table, man. I got love for the Cavers. What can I say? And they're you already talked about all their kids, so we can't go into the depth already because you were doing that during the Kearney segment. <laughs> totally taken away from poor the Kearney comments over there. You're killing me. Yeah, my dad coached at Kearney. Where didn't your dad coach? Um, a lot of schools. That's going to be a lot. That's going to be a lot bigger list. Okay. Right. Uh, it was uh, Grossmont, Santana, Kearney, Saints, Cathedral. Wow. Is he Catholic? Well, yeah, my mom made him be Catholic at least. Oh, there you go. His grandparents, or my grandparents were more Catholic than maybe. Again, stop talking about me. Again, we're talking about San Diego High, and now we're moving on to Scripps Ranch, which is my neighborhood. There you go. All right. Didn't go to that high school, though. I went somewhere else instead. Uh, six and four last year, eight and two JV team. Uh, we, we, we know Coach Gardner is super excited. By the way, he was talking about it at your Madding Rating Day. I've talked to him before. Uh, every time he's at Todd Durkin's gym. Uh, when he shows up late to workouts and then uh, just kind of just kind of does some curls, so I got to throw in a jab to Marlon. He knows. Wait, wasn't he your neighbor at one point? He was across the street. Okay, he's one of the best neighbors to have. Really? A okay, quick are you gonna tell the story? Uh, a quick story. All right. All right. So, so he's um in uh, in my neighborhood. We have this stupid rule where you can't park over the st- on the street at night for aesthetic purposes. It's it's stupid. So I left my truck on the street. Not in my neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. So I left my truck on the street. I was in high school. And um, it uh, they uh, they ticket it right, and then at six in the morning they start towing my truck in front of my house, and Marlon sees it. He goes over to the guy towing the truck and just tears him a new one. I can't believe you're about to take this kid's truck for outside his house. Yada yada yada, whatever. Just unloads on him. The other time it was a Marlon was a great neighbor. Was um so my uncle. He, like, teaches piano in the area, but he's not from. He, he lives out in East County and then drives up and, and teaches piano and scripts. So he stops by at our house every once in a while, just kind of lets himself in. So he's, like, trying to get into the back gate, and Marlon just, like, sneaks up and is like, can I help you, sir? What are you, what are you doing over here? What Mar- exactly? and, and for those of you who don't know, Marlon is a, a very large African-American man. He's a very large man. He is very large. He's yes. two-sport athlete at Mission looking. Bay High School, played baseball at Oklahoma State. I, I got a Marlon story when you're done. All right, well, I'm done. That's it. it? He's That's a really good neighbor. I mean, there's other things too. Like he took his, um, uh, he used to uh, move land. Well, I don't remember what he, right. but he had a giant truck that, um, a giant tanker truck that can spew water everywhere when the fires came. He was took that out. He was blowing all over all the planters everywhere. Stayed stayed back to make sure the houses were protected. Really good neighbor. He's a good guy. So here's my Marlon story, real quick. We're 15 years old. Playing on one baseball team, he's playing another baseball team. Marlon at the time was I think five eight, 225 pounds. And back in high school, that's pretty big. We have a pitcher that's throwing about 92 miles an hour. Coach calls me and says, Chris, I need you to play third base. Okay, I'm an outfielder, but I came in and played third. So Johnny Verdeen laces 92 mile an hour fastball. I remember hearing the ping of the baseball off the bat, but I never saw the ball. The ball <laughs> landed in my glove, hit my chest, and knocked me back on my rear end. Literally, Marlon almost killed me. Wow. So we have a long history together. Well, we got the two Marlins stories in, but we got to talk about his team. Right, uh, we're running out of time here. Scripps Ranch, um, 
negative 1.8 rating coming into the season. 17 of their 22 guys returning starters. Uh, they got uh, Durkin at quarterback. Uh, Gardner's son's playing running back uh, a little bit. He looks, he looks, he's got some good size. Um, he grabbed a guy that was playing tuba in the band and turned him into a lineman. Um, he says he's going to be very good as well. I, I got them going seven and three this year. I think their ceiling is eight and two. Um, I, do they beat Mira Mesa? Because I don't think they beat San Diego higher Kearney, but the difference between them going eight and two and seven and three is: do they beat Mira Mesa at Mira Mesa this year? You know, I, I'm going to plead the fifth on this one. I grounds it. Both of the head coaches are good friends of mine, so I can't really pick that game. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's going to be a tough game. That's I a good game. That's a really good football game. Might be one to circle on the calendar. When's the last time night. that was a really good football game? Jeez, I can't even remember. Uh, right. I mean, when was that a I really good remember. football game between Mira Mesa and Scripps Ridge? Well, That's I mean, always been, question. It's been a neighborhood rivalry for, for a number of years, but for a number of years, both both programs were down, and they weren't very good football teams at the Well, time. for a number of years, Mira Mesa was also a really good football program and compared Scripps, to Scripps. Yeah. It was, so it's been lopsided. I think these teams are, are very parallel. So it's, that's why it's hard for me, man, because I know both coaches are, are – and I've got even former teammates of mine that are coaches at Scripps Ranch right now. So it's kind of hard. Like, I know how hard these guys work in the weight room, in the classroom, in the film room. All I know is you're getting a phone call determining what uh, – doesn't yeah, matter what game you pick. I don't get that phone call. So I'm going to yeah. be – I'm going to – well, actually, I might get a phone call from Marlin if I don't pick uh, uh, Scripps Ranch. Yeah. Um, but I, I correctly – I would like to see that game. I though. correctly picked their game last year. I said Scripps Ranch would lose to Mira Mesa by three touchdowns. They lost 21 nothing, and Marlin was like, I hate that you – Got it right. Got it right. Well, I mean, I hate that I got it right, too. This year, this is the best chance I think Scripps has to beat Mira Mesa. I don't know. Elijah Thomas is really good over there. Plus, you got Leo, that, that Mike linebacker. I mean, they got some dudes. And I know Mira Mesa's got some dudes. They got some dudes. And that quarterback over there, he's starting to dial it in, and he's getting good. That sophomore wide receiver, the guy's pretty damn good, too, so darn good. That being said, I still picked Mira Mesa. You picked Mira Mesa? I did. Over Scripps? I did last year, too. Hmm. I don't know. I th- I think that look, like you said, earlier, I might not be able to get uh, coffee at my local Starbucks right you, now. You might not. But <laughs> are you sure you want to do that? That's why I'm pleading the fifth, man. I'm not picking this one. I mean, this Somebody's got to do it. Call. Somebody's got to do it. I'm Marlon. Marlon, listen. I pleaded the fifth. He decided <laughs> to pick Mir Mesa. So just remember that when you see him next time. Okay? I'll wear a script for shirt. You want to make that gentleman's bet too? But you're not picking a side, so you'll just wear both, I guess. I'll wear half and half. Is that is that fair? Uh, that's fair. I, but again, I I think Scripps hat, Mir Mesa shirt. I think. I think you'll get uh, crap from both sides at that point. No. I mean, that's like wearing a Come Don on, shirt are, listen, and a Saints you, hat. You were there at the Madden. They all showed up for me. They, they both did. teams got love for me. And I, it was a well, you did it at Mira Mesa, and then you had like seven Scripps kids there. It was a little weird to see more Scripps kids at Mira Mesa than Mira Mesa kids. but that's I'd have to agree with you on that one. Absolutely. Um, and they were big, man. I got to say. Scripps they had some size. They were pretty big. They, the I was two impressed. tallest guys there yesterday yeah. or a couple days ago. Uh, we're Scripps kids. And I'm really impressed with that running back over there. I really do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rashad Griffin, I think that kid is majorly underrated, potentially a D1 guy. So 7-3, and 8-2, I think is the range. I would agree with you. I have no qualm with that. Mira Mesa game's a coin flip. Yep. That's going to get me out of off my island a little bit. Yep. I, I've just been uh, you know, making people okay, angry well, at the podcast. Since we've been going back and forth on this Kearney thing, does Scripps beat Kearney? No. Okay. Do you think Scripps beats Kearney? I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. What all right? What do you think Kearney's going to go record wise? Six and four, seven and three. Six and four. Yeah. Who are their four losses? Oh geez, we're going back to Kearney. Wait, we already finished Kearney though. I know. I, I my losses for them are Morrison UC. So you got them losing to San Diego High on top of that and Scripps. Yep. All right, that's fair enough. 
defense is a, is a question mark for me. I don't know if they can stop some of those high-powered offenses coming out of there. I got Kearney coming in first. You have San Diego High. Yep. I have San Diego High coming in second. Who do you have coming in second? I'm going to go on a limb here. I'm going to say Scripps is going to You think Scripps second. goes yep. second. So you think Scripps – you think Kearney loses to Scripps in San Diego. Yep. All right, so you have Kearney at third. I have Scripps at third. Yep. I think those top three teams are the top three teams, though, regardless. Yeah, it's a three-dog race. I think we uh, both agree on that. Yeah, uh, I got Henry four, and I got Mission Bay five. Do you have Mission Bay four and Henry five? Yeah, Mission okay. Bay is going to finish at four. Henry we flip-flop on a lot of stuff. Henry, I'm sorry, guys. I, I think you're it's going to be a rough year again. Well, they got a new stadium, so it should be on the on the rise there. That is the City League podcast. Uh, we went on a little bit of tangent there. It should be still fun, entertaining. Uh, hopefully, we'll see a, a top dog wearing a Kearney shirt uh, sometime around the playoff time. Um, if not, I'll be wearing my San Diego High shirt uh, to a broadcast when we broadcast some random game. They'll be like, why are you wearing a cape? It's not going to matter. <laughs> I've got uh, one your size, too, by the way. Oh, perfect. Um, so I got uh, that. That will do it for us for the City League podcast. Uh, be sure to tune in to our other City Conference podcasts. Our uh, other podcasts from Ren San Diego will be on the website 97ThroughTheFanSD.com, on Twitter at 97ThroughTheFan, all over social media, and on iTunes where a podcast can be found. He is Top Dog. I'm Brain Supreme. Thanks for joining us on the City League Preview. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.